understand we've all felt stuck at one point or another, even the most successful people among us, because it's a rite of passage, a trial, to see if you have what it takes to be independent. The test is to prove that you deserve your destiny. Each week our goal is to bring you an inspiring story of someone who moved beyond their stranded face and found greatness on the other side. Welcome to The Stranded Podcast, and this is your host, Jessica Hurley. What's up, y'all? Welcome to The Stranded Phase Podcast. I am your host, your girl, Jessica Hurley, and welcome to probably one of the most impromptu episodes I've ever done on The Stranded Phase. And if you're new to The Stranded and this is your first episode, this needs not to be your first episode because... (laughs) Um, there's some better ones. Go back. This is probably going to be the sappiest episode I've ever done, but I'm doing it one because my podcast for years has been my place of expression and I have something really important. I want to extend to a special someone on this episode. And, uh, two, these are usually about you guys, how, you know, things I've learned, ways, things you can apply to your life right now. Um, how to get through these transformations, get unstuck, you know, own who we are, find our magic. But this episode is about my relationship, how I found myself and a a real dedication to the person I call my future husband on his birthday, Chris Bruce. So without telling you tons of backstories, my first like fondest memory of my fiance and I was one of his first birthdays that we spent together was his 30th birthday. And it's so memorable because it was just me and his two best friends. And it was like the first birthday we'd celebrated together, obviously. So it was his 30th birthday. He turns 36 today. So we've been together longer than six years, almost seven. Um, and the reason I had to do this episode was because again, one, the dedication to him, but two, because I need some of you to hear this because if I would have went on searching for what I was searching for, I would have gotten a quarter of what I didn't know I needed because Chris was not what I was looking for from the internal to the external, um, especially the external, the physical, the face, the teeth, the, the height, the weight, the none of it, none of it. I joke with him all the time. If he would have tried to pick me up in the club, I would have walked in the other direction. Um, But obviously God saw it fit for me to meet him another way, you know, to get to know him first, to be his friend first. Um, But he was everything I didn't know that I needed. And I want to open up with this quote to you guys that I saw on a, a TEDx where a woman said, and I think for a lot of people this, they might understand it, or this may be very alarming, but she said, don't get married because you love that person. Love isn't enough. Get married because you can grow with them. Only get married in the service of your growth. Some of you may be listening and find this one, an extremely selfish statement because it sounds like it's all about you. And two, you are still a hopeless romantic, rightfully so. And love seems like it should be more than enough. You've been dreaming of this all your life. You've been waiting to find the man that loves you abundantly in public, you know, wears it on his sleeve, will do anything for you. 
you know, from the physical to the hugs, to the attention, to the words of affirmation, to all of the things that you think you need, that you've been, you know, looking for this person to love you unconditionally for half of your life. You know, Disney told us, Disney told us some man would sweep us off our feet and fill our cup and fill us up and make us whole. And no matter how different I feel I am, um, I was no exception to the rule. I thought this would be, I never dreamt of myself in a wedding dress. I had tons of insecurities and thought I would be single for the rest of my life, but I still craved love. I still craved a long-term marriage, a relationship, um, something that I thought was going to make me whole. And I have to tell you after six years that, um, one of the things that I credit my husband to be with the absolute most is he taught me in the best way that the best way for me to love everyone around me and the best way to be whole was to stop looking at him when I felt empty because he never was the answer. We will spend the majority of our lives looking for someone to make us whole. And I found out in this relationship that the only person for the rest of my life that can answer that question and fix those problems and fill my cup and make myself whole is me. So that's why I'm titling this episode through you. I found me. I wasn't kidding when I said, get ready for the sappy shit, (laughs) y'all. The crazy thing about this is this relationship it it truly truly invited me into the opportunity that allowed me the space to date me like date a whole other side of me because I can't even begin to explain but If I would have went on, and again, you don't know what you don't know, so there's nothing wrong with this, but if I would have went on my life, not meeting Chris, have taken two steps left and missed the opportunity to meet him, to be with him, to be his partner, um, I would have been living, and it doesn't mean, you know, that God wouldn't have saw it fit that I would have, you know, taken two left turns again and, and met or dealt with someone else that really helped me curve my potential, but I would have been living a fifth of the life I am now as far as fulfillment, as far as happiness, as far as growth, as far as self-acceptance and self-love and self-worth. Like I can't even explain to you, but in this relationship, we've dealt with each other's egos, impatience, insecurities, anger, wondering, uncertainty, uncertainty, like, and through this we grew and found ourselves. The level, I can't explain how this man has found a way to constantly require that I exceed my own expectations without having expectations for me, right? Best way, best way I can think to explain it is I've, I've had people reach out to me before and say like, man, you guys are such a power couple, but you know, or not, but, but they'll say, it seems like Chris is so hard on you. Cause he sees so much in you. 
he's not hard on me at all. Like, actually, he's extremely good at telling me, like, he's extremely good at telling me, you know, you can do whatever you want. As long as you understand that you always can have whatever you want, you can always build anything to the extent that you see it, and you can always ask me for help, and I'm always here, and I'll always support you, but you don't have to reach a certain point for me to accept you. I've already done that. He's not hard on me, but he's found this really unique way to constantly make me look in the mirror and make sure I'm meeting my own expectations. Because when I'm not, I'll find other ways, other other <laughs> other things to pick at. Have you ever noticed that? Deep, deep, deep down, when you fumble from friendship to friendship, from relationship to relationship, at some point in your life, you have to look up and realize that it's not everyone else. You're simply unhappy with yourself. I've learned this so well that almost every single time an argument begins or I get a little insecurity in my mind, I immediately am like, oh, wow, that is because of me. And it doesn't mean that it's not something subconscious that has been placed into my psyche years ago, but it's always because of me. It's always reflection. Anything that triggers you is a calling to look into the mirror. Anything. This relationship has taught me that an obsession with yourself will lead you to thriving in any relationship. Because if you are in an incredible relationship with yourself, you can have an incredible relationship with anyone else. If this relationship has taught me anything, it's that everyone has comes with their own flaws and that if you focus on your flaws and you and yourself and the way you love yourself and the way you get to know yourself and you truly know who you are, you can thrive in any fucking relationship. We joke, him and I joke about this all the time, but if we were to break up and move on, which highly unlikely we would be happy anywhere we go because we're both so full with our own selves not full of but full with our own selves we are not two parts that make one whole we are two holes we are both two holes but i have to tell you almost seven years four of them were not like this this has simply been the last three i spent years, years holding, holding my partner accountable to fixing things that he didn't break. All of my past trauma, all of my physically abusive relationships, all of my mentally abusive relationships, all of, all of the cheating, all of the rejection, all of the abandonment, the abandonment from my father, I held him accountable to fixing the things that he didn't break. We had an entire year of our relationship of pure resentment. Pure resentment after our son was born. We blamed each other for the way it was handled, how we handled it emotionally, whose fault was it, all of this. With you know, And it took so long to communicate this. But I promise to God, the love I had in mind wasn't this. 
The love that I thought I would have in a relationship wasn't this. I couldn't have dreamt up this type of relationship because I didn't think of a relationship this way. Because this relationship exposed me. It exposed the hell out of me. It's like when, um, if you've ever, if you get a chance and go find the, uh, the episode I did with Dr. Aaron, it was almost a year ago and I'll never forget what she said. She said, when you assign someone the power to give you joy, you instantly assign them your suffering. You can't have one without the other. so crazy. I can't even go into like, I can do this for hours, but this relationship gifted me. It truly gifted me the time to date me. It gifted me confidence. It gifted me hope. It gifted me my purpose. It gifted me the concept and the ability to receive abundance. It gifted me children. It gifted me joy. It gifted me like unconditional love, naked and ashamed. And it gifted me the love of myself. This relationship literally taught me that I'm with someone that I'm not choosing to be with over and over because he makes me feel good. This is the funniest shit ever. Like I remember putting the requirement or the expectation on my partners and Chris before to do things to make me feel good. Like, why don't, you know, you, you know what the fuck I'm talking about. You know, why don't you tell me I'm beautiful? Why don't you give me, why don't you hug me more? You know, why don't you touch me more? Why don't you cuddle with me? Why don't you do nice things for me? Why don't you blah, 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 blah. I don't choose him over and over because he makes me feel good. Because if I relied on him to make me feel good, I'd be disappointed every time. I choose him because he challenges me and he tells me the fucking truth. And if I were honest from someone that takes criticism harshly or used to, that's been a uh, a bridge I've had to gap for over the years. It was never always pretty. If I were honest, I feel like it's only been the last year and a half that I've been able to even handle it. But it's not criticism. It's honesty. It's not trying to change me. It's trying to elevate me. Being with someone that only operates, tries their best to only operate in their best self constantly, and now has given that same expectation to me, Either you rise or you step aside. And I have had the honor of being in a relationship for almost seven years now with a partner that constantly requires me to elevate, constantly requires me to show up as my best self. And here's the best fucking part, supports me in doing all of it. Doesn't expect these century old roles of me He would rather me focus on my purpose and what I love than cooking dinner. He would never judge me for hiring a babysitter to work on something for me. He will clap and applaud me for being selfish and focusing on myself and reading books and going to conferences. I'm talking about a human that constantly has surprised me with gifts that help me better myself. 
oh, I'm going to pay for you to go to this conference. Oh, I'm going to pay for you to see Tony Robbins. Oh, surprise. Here's this book I want you to read. You know, surprise. We're going to this event together. (laughs) The first year or so, I remember asking him why he wanted to change me. I was so offended. He made me feel like the route that I had chosen prior to him was less than that it wasn't good enough for him. I kept, I remember asking him so many times, like, why, if you keep telling me to read these self-help books or go to this conference with you, why did you choose me? If you want me to do so much more, like why is my job and my career and what I've chosen and my degrees not good enough? Even three years into our relationship, he supported me while I went back and got my master's degree. But all he wanted to do was challenge me to be better. I'll never forget the second week we hung out and I was explaining to him why I felt so called to help at-risk kids at the time. And he was like, so every day you go to the same 40 kids. I'm like, yeah. He was like, what if one day you could help 400 or 4,000 or 40,000? And I was like, no, 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 no. Like, I don't, I don't want to help that many people on that scale. And he was like, why? And I said, because I think I serve better in a, in a local community with a small amount of people. And he was like, who told you that? And I was like, um, I just feel like that's what I do best. He was like, why? You've never done the other before. And I was like, ah, uh, I just feel like that's what I'm meant for. And he was like, maybe. But what if you aren't and you never know? <laughs> and I think about that all the time because he saw something in me two weeks into our friendship that it took me five years to see in myself. This is truly someone through him. I found myself through every, every argument, every expectation, every conversation. I've never felt more supported and felt like I've been with someone that has given me so much space to grow with in my life. You want to talk about security, like security in this relationship has felt like I can go try some things and fail and I don't have to worry about you thinking that I'm less than or I'm a failure, or I don't know what I'm doing. There is a a constant level of support to be the best version of me. And you know what being the best version of me does for my, my relationship and motherhood for me? I've never been more happy in my life. And sometimes I don't even notice it because it's so natural in this relationship now until I'm around other people and I'm like, wow, I don't have those problems. And I'm not saying that to rub that in anyone's face. I'm just saying I was you. I spent 16 to 21 dating someone that physically abused me, emotionally abused me. And made me feel so less than that told me that nobody would ever date me. And he made me. And the reason I was, people even knew me was because of him. And they only knew me as his ex. 
And then finding someone after that that treated me better. So I thought he was the one, but he wasn't. He just treated me better than my last relationship. And he was nice to me. So I thought that was great, but he cheated on me like crazy. And I took him back over and over and over because he was nice to me. And I thought that was the best thing smoking. And I could just deal with the cheating because he was much nicer than the last person I was in a relationship with. Listen. You are so worthy. You are so worthy. You are so worthy because I didn't even know I was worthy of this. I'm in a relationship with someone that has challenged me constantly to find my worthiness, my wholeness, so I can then turn around and come back to this relationship whole. I challenged, I have stories for days and years, but I challenged Chris recently to go to a hypnotist and he went and as soon as he came back, he said, I paid for you to have two sessions because it was so good and I want you to experience that. Like, we are constantly trying to level each other up. He's taught me to celebrate my wins, love myself, Make space for myself. Ask for space for myself. I have friends that say they can't even get away from their kids. I'm with a partner that I can look up and say, hey, I need to get away. I need a few days. And he'll be like, okay. You name the time and the place. Like what I love the most is with I'm with somebody that he truly, like there's no judgment. There's just no judgment. We're allowed to fully be ourselves and there's no judgment and there's nothing that he wants or requires of this relationship that he doesn't also gift me. Like he's not, it's, it's like, he's not, not allowed to have things that I'm not allowed to have. You know what I mean? Like I've never seen myself this way. I've never seen myself this way. I've never loved myself this way. You know, there's so many things that about me have changed. I have a mom bod now. <laughs> I, um, I'd rather wear sweatpants and put my hair in a bun than I would to go out with a bunch of people. And yet I've never been more in love with myself, the way I serve the world, my family, my partner in my life. Never. I wake up so fucking happy, y'all. I wake up so fucking happy and I've never been this happy before. Now, don't get it twisted. This took years and years of work. But I just spent the last few days reflecting and realized how much we've grown together and how much we've forced each other to grow and how much I've changed and how on my own I would have never been able to seek a relationship like this. God gifted me one and how over the last six and a half years I have been on the greatest self-development journey, done more soul searching, looked in the mirror more times and learned more about myself all I while being in a relationship that turned into a marriage and parenthood and motherhood 
and I got to know myself more than ever. It was through Chris that I found me. I found the very best version of me, the happiest version of me, the most at peace version of me, the most joyful version of me, the most impactful version of me, the most secure version of me so that I can go serve and and impact others because I feel supported and loved and not judged and secure and like, we ain't going nowhere. (laughs) He definitely ain't going nowhere. (laughs) But the level of communication and honesty in this relationship, both good and bad, you don't, you don't get the truth and honesty the way you want it without getting it the other side too. We have been brutally honest with one another, which has led to pain, suffering, and also incredible growth. Incredible growth. It's through this relationship that I found me. Having a partner by my side, willing to withstand it all, Pushing me to be the best version of myself. Lightly. Without expectations. With support. Man, I'll never forget when he proposed. The next day we laid in bed and I was so happy. Everybody was in our home because my mom had come there. Everybody was downstairs cooking breakfast already. You know, and he was just asking me simple questions like, do you like the ring? And he was telling me about everything the way he planned the party because I swear to God, Chris can never keep a secret from me for more than 10 hours. So (laughs) he was telling me everything and how hard it was to keep from me. And he said, I knew I was going to do it this year, but I just didn't know when. And then when we decided you were going to quit your job, I knew I had to do it because he proposed to me right after the day after I quit my job, which was the day before my birthday. And he said, because I didn't want you to feel not supported on this journey. This is going to be so hard. I want you to know entrepreneurship is so hard. And I didn't want you to do it with a boyfriend or a baby daddy. I wanted you to do it with a husband. And I felt like if I put a ring on it, you would feel supported and know that I'm not going anywhere while you try to figure this out. I've had my eyes closed this entire podcast episode because that's how much this man means to me. And I, but I've just learned so much. I can't even call him my everything. He's not, but he is the red wine with my steak. Like the, he is the best partner to my everything. My everything wouldn't be my everything without him right there. And it's so funny because as we've grown, like, recently someone I've had actually this happened a couple times, but I've had a few people message me like, Hey, are you guys good? You know, Oh, I saw Chris out, you know, with some friends and I just don't see you guys out together anymore. Like, are you guys okay? I had someone else the other day ask me like, I just have this feeling that something's wrong with you guys. Are you guys okay? (laughs) We're the best we've ever been. We just don't share each other as much anymore because it feels like we know this is forever. Like, I don't need the world to know anymore or see you anymore. Like, we're both 
on these incredible journeys to the best versions of ourselves, to le- le- combining what we build to leave a legacy for our children, to give them this life of freedom and abundance and understand true happiness and true wealth and exploration and creativity. But we are both on separate journeys and we know how solid that is now. We know how solid we are with one another now. So I forget to even show him off anymore or like put him on Instagram or social media or post pictures of us together because we're so focused on ourselves. And when we do come together, it's so sacred that it's like we don't even I don't even think about the gram anymore, like showing off my relationship. It's and if I were completely honest, I remember showing off my relationship as a form of validation to to prove to other people I was loved or, you know, to prove an insecurity if I thought there was anybody out there lurking, like still wanted him or, you know, people I'd seen in his comments, like as women, it's just this form of validation. And now I could care less child. (laughs) I could care less because this is so solid. I've, again, this is going to sound so crazy, but when you are this full, when you're this happy with yourself, If he left me tomorrow, I love you. But if he left me tomorrow, I mean, the gift I was given in this relationship was I found myself the very best version of myself. It doesn't mean I'm not done. It doesn't mean, or it doesn't mean I'm done. It doesn't mean I don't have more to explore. It doesn't mean that I'm the perfect human. But I absolutely found a version of myself that I never knew existed. And what a blessing, what a gift, what an incredible relationship and partnership to be in with somebody that gave me the space to date me. So for that, I had to do something special, something different, and just tell this man, the love of my life, my partner in crime, the person I do birthday wars with, surprise wars with, the man that I've been telling for seven years that he's not funny. the father of my children, our children, my business partner, my confidant, my best fucking friend, my whole ass best friend, literally my best friend. A happy birthday, happy 36 years around this earth. You're the best father husband, partner, hustler, business owner, leader, philanthropist, best friend I've ever known for challenging me, for helping me level up, for exceeding my expectations and requiring me based off your actions to rise my own for over-communicating, for pushing me and challenging the shit out of me. I can't thank you enough. Happy fucking birthday to my best friend on earth, my husband-to-be. I love you to pieces and thank you for helping me find me. Sorry for the sappy-ass episode, guys. (laughs) Don't go divorce your husbands or leave your boyfriends because 
<laughs> you heard something today. Just, I hope if you're single or you're praying for clarity, that this brought you some clarity today because this is the relationship I never knew I needed. And I'm forever grateful for it. Happy birthday to the king, my king. All right, guys, I love you so much. Happy Thanksgiving. Happy Black Friday. I hope you have an incredible holiday weekend and make sure you check out anything going on today. I might be doing some cool deals, thoughtful stuff, giving some stuff away. And I can't wait to see you guys next week. Sending you so much love. Thanks again for joining us on another episode of The Stranded Podcast. If you felt inspired or moved today, make sure to leave a review on iTunes. You can learn more about us and our guests at thestrandedphase.com. And don't forget that your stranded phase is a rite of passage on your journey to greatness.